Hey everyone, welcome to uh, episode three, Sponsorship. Uh, This is the Easy Does It podcast. My name is Tommy T. I am an alcoholic. So today we're going to talk about sponsorship. Basically, what is a sponsor? How do I find a sponsor? Uh, What do I, how do I ask someone to sponsor me? And then can you replace your sponsor or can you have more than one sponsor? So let's start off, we'll kick it off today with uh, um, what is a sponsor? And basically in the AA program and other programs in recovery, a sponsor is someone who has um, already been through the program, if you will, or has a little more time than you. Um, there's not really any criteria that has to be met or um, if you have five days and a friend of yours that's in the program has 15 days, can that person sponsor you? Absolutely. Uh, you can. Usually it's just someone with a little bit more experience, a little more time, um, can actually be a sponsor. Uh, today we have, you know, there's hundreds of meetings all over the place. There's online meetings, in-person meetings, there's there's uh, podcasts, there's um, programs, tapes, all kinds of things. So if you're if you're new to the if you're new to recovery and you're looking for a uh, a sponsor, uh, the the wealth of knowledge out there and the people that can that can sponsor you is huge, right? So the list is probably very very long wherever you are, uh, whether that's online or in person. Uh, sponsorship is I think is best in person, but uh, there are people that have long long distance sponsors or someone has moved away and they've kept those sponsors. Um, I believe in my experience that it's best when you meet with someone face to face, have a cup of coffee, and you can actually look at each other as you speak and talk and discuss the things that are going on or the challenges or problems. So basically a sponsor, if you're if you're new, like I said, and you're looking for a sponsor, uh, what we want to do is we want to find someone that's been through the um, recovery, has been in recovery for a while, has had time in recovery, has been through the program of recovery uh, as outlined uh, in the big book, and has worked the steps themselves. And maybe they have taken others through the steps um, and they've got a wealth of knowledge and experience of taking others through the steps. Does it have to be that way? No, it doesn't. Um, in the beginning, in the very first, uh, when when AA started, uh, there was no sponsorship. There was no talk of sponsorship. Sponsorship didn't come for a couple of years. Uh, there were there were mentors and there was guides they called them and uh, one guy helping another guy is basically how it got started and then uh, one guy would help two guys and two guys would help four guys and uh, meetings started and the group would help each other and and it went on like that for a while. Um, Bill Wilson, uh, the author of the big book, uh, wrote a pamphlet actually about sponsorship a few years uh, 1938 about sponsorship and helping the new alcoholic. And um, it came from his experience and his time in recovery to know what to put on paper and what some of the things were to do and what are the things not to do. Uh, As you stick around the program of recovery, you'll find so many weird things about sponsorship. I've known guys that have sponsees come over and mow their lawn or do work in the backyard or, or whatever. And um, you know, to each their own, I guess. Um, I don't use sponsees as, uh, as free labor, uh, even though we do help each other in times of need, uh, whether we're moving or packing or doing repairs or so, sometimes having a friend in the program 
to help you is a great way to to go about it. But it's really not how sponsorship, sponsee, sponsor relationship is is supposed to go. So basically, a sponsor is someone who um, kind of kind of like a hiking. Um, leader, right? If someone has hiked up the mountain a number of times and they're going to lead the group, um, a group through the the trails and and up and over the mountain or so, uh, that person would have a lot of experience and know where all the the challenges are and where to be safe and what we need along the trail and stuff. And basically, that's what a sponsor is. A sponsor is someone who's already gone down the path, someone who has worked the steps, someone who has gone through the book, someone who has struggled um, with different parts of the program or um, has worked with people that have had other issues that they've had to use the steps on. And that person then would be a really good person to have as a sponsor, someone that's that's been down that road before, has already um, has a lot of experience there. So that's basically what a sponsor is. Can a, uh, another thing is uh, usually men sponsor men and women sponsor women. Um, it doesn't say anywhere that you can't have a man sponsor a woman or a woman sponsor a man. Um, it's best that the men sponsor the men and the women sponsor the women. Uh, because we're, you know, as we work through the steps, we're going to go through a lot of relationships type stuff. And um, it's always best to keep that separate, right? So uh, the men have to help the men and the women help the women. Doesn't mean that, you know, you, it can't be the other way, but uh, the suggestions for many that have been in the program for a long time and a lot of our literature and our books um, state that are from our experience, it's best if the men work with men and women work with women. So uh, keep that in mind as you're looking for a sponsor. How do I find a sponsor? What's the best way to find a sponsor? I think the, uh, from my experience, the best way to find a sponsor is go to a lot of meetings. And, um, you know, the, the funny thing is, is when you go to your first meeting or your first week of meetings, a lot of times you'll hear people say, get a sponsor, get a sponsor. You got to get a sponsor and you, you got to get a book and you got to work the steps and you got to do this if you're not going to stay sober. And, and, um, some of that may be true for you or for others. Um, you know, the main thing we do is like in episode one, the first thing we do is we just don't drink. And, um, and we, we try to get some days of sobriety. And as we keep going to meetings, um, listen, just listen and li- listen to different people, listen to the, um, those, you know, men, women, whatever, and find someone that you like what they have. I think that the biggest thing is what I was told, um, some suggestions that helped me find a sponsor is, uh, find that guy that's got peace and serenity. Find the guy that's paying attention when you're reading, find the guy that's not talking while someone else is talking or, or when someone's reading. Find someone that shows up a little bit early and sets up or, or clean cleans up the room or so and stays after and talks to the new guy. And find that person that you admire. Or you just like the qualities they have. And when they talk, they speak about alcoholism and they t- speak about the, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. And it's not a bunch of self stuff and all of their problems and things like that. It's not the, the guy, it's not the most popular person or it's not the the one that's going to make us look good or that guy's a, you know, a professor. And if I had a professor as a sponsor, oh my gosh, that would be great. Right. I mean, I used to think when I got into the program, if, if Bill Wilson was alive, I'd probably ask him to be my sponsor. And it wasn't that Bill would give me any more knowledge than, than, than the guy sitting down the hall, down the row from me. Just what would others think if my sponsor was Bill Wilson, right? That I would be automatically moved to the top and people would think more of me. And And that's, you know, we struggle with a lot of that when we come into Alcoholics Anonymous. Our ego needs to be smashed. And 
sometimes we can find a sponsor that has less time with us than us. Um, that happens a lot of times in long-term sobriety, and we're looking for a second or third sponsor. Maybe our sponsor has passed, um, or our sponsor has moved away, or we've moved away, and now it's time to get a new sponsor where we're now living. And that new sponsor could have less time than us. And uh, it's funny because a lot of times we feel like our sponsor needs to have more time uh, than we do um, to be a sponsor. And that's not really the case. Uh, Sometimes people that have a year or two years of sobriety uh, can really uh, understand the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and they can jump right in and have a God in their life and um, and, and just really speak of spiritual have a lot of spiritual growth and, and speak spiritually and have a, a, a beautiful spiritual message of recovery um, where there's others maybe that have been in the program for a long time and have not uh, grasped onto the program or those spiritual tools or a God of their understanding and is just sitting around in meetings and drinking the stale coffee and hasn't really progressed much in recovery. Uh, that's definitely not the person we want to have as our sponsor. Right. So how do I find a sponsor? So I think that going to meetings uh, for me, um, for many others, I think that what we do is we go to a lot of meetings and we hear a lot of people. And once we hear a guy a couple times or so, maybe we talk to him and ask him, you know, hey, do you sponsor other guys or how many guys do you sponsor or how many times you work through the steps? And it's okay to ask those things first before we ask a sponsor to sponsor us and not know how many guys he's sponsoring or how many times he's been through the steps or or so. And it's it's perfectly normal and okay to do a little vetting of some guys before we ask someone to be our sponsor. Um, you know, in some meetings, they'll, you know, I used to go to a big men's group and they, you know, if a new guy walked in, and he didn't have a sponsor. It's like, well, Jimmy's going to be your sponsor. That's going to be your sponsor now. And and uh, that's not the best way to do it. I think it, it um, you know, some meetings take on that, that type of, um, of leadership or so and make sure that you get connected with someone and that's that's great to get connected but uh i think if you got the the time to find a sponsor take your time let it let, you know let it let it let it linger for a little bit you know let it, a couple of weeks or whatever it is and make sure that the guy that you're going to ask or the gal that you're going to ask to be your sponsor is someone that has what you want and uh, i think that's really important uh, because as we go through this process of working the steps together and going to meetings together and talking together, we need to find someone that we like and that we admire and that we want to be like. And that sponsor could be that person, kind of that mentor. Um, how do I ask someone to sponsor me? So that's a, that, I get that question a lot. Some guys uh, get stuck on that and they're like, well, how do I find a sponsor or ask someone to, someone to, you know, how do I do it? You know, do I just go up to them and just ask them and Basically, that's it. I, I think there's a couple different ways that you can um, ask someone to be your sponsor. I mean, the, you could always um, ask someone to help you through the steps. If you find a person that you admire what they have and what they say, it's it's not. Sometimes we have fear about a sponsor a sponsor sponsee relationship lasting forever. And in my case, that was that was the thing. I didn't want to I didn't want to sign up. It was like getting married. I thought I thought a sponsor was going to be someone that I that I kind of am hooked to forever. And as my dad and my uncle and others in the program, or you'll hear old timers in the, in the room say, well, I've had my sponsor for 27 years, you know, and, and uh, I've only had one sponsor for this whole time. And oh my God, I, I mean, that can scare us when we're brand new. So, um, getting someone to, to help you through the steps is really what the sponsorship is all about. And, Going, finding someone and just asking them if they could help you through the steps, it seems a lot less 
committal and a lot less, uh, just a lot less fearful. And it doesn't seem like it's going to be forever, right? And if the relationship continues on forever, many, many, many years, then you'll be lucky. Um, but we don't have to start day one trying to worry about what it's going to be like at the end of the year, two years or three years. Really what we're trying to do is we're, fi- we're trying to find someone that can walk us through the steps and get us into the program of recovery in Alcoholics Anonymous and be on our way. And um, and not worry about well is this the right guy or is gal or what what do others think or you know it's it's really g- taking that taking that step that first step of um, getting on the road of recovery. So uh, basically, you can uh, you can interview people. You can ask um, you can go to ask people to go to coffee or just go right up to them after the meeting or before the meeting and say hey can I talk to you for a minute. And I'm looking for someone to, I'm looking for a sponsor. I don't have a sponsor. Can, um, would you be willing to sponsor me? Or do you know someone that might be a good sponsor for me? Uh, that's one That's one approach. Uh, you could go up to someone and, and ask if they could help you work the steps. And just, um, you know, I, you're ready to work the steps and you're looking for someone to help you work through those. That's another way that that um, that sponsorship kind of starts to take take form, Um and, and, you know, it's just, it's that simple. Um, you can get their phone number and call them and talk to them. And, and, uh, I think it's really important that we, we try to, f- we try to learn something about that person. Um, one of the big mistakes people make in, in Alcoholics Anonymous and NA and CA and OA and all the other 12 step programs is we, we hear we have to get a sponsor so quickly. So we pick a guy or a gal to be our sponsor and we start down the road and all of a sudden in a month or two or three, we realize that this person has some, some traits about them or some things about them and their personality that we don't really like or, or doesn't align with us. Um, for an example, we might have a person that maybe we are very, we want to grow our Christianity or faith in God or of our understanding or, or any, whatever the practice may be. And all of a sudden we find out that this person's completely the opposite and doesn't share any of those values. And um, that can be a challenge as you start to build this relationship. So that might be a question that you ask um, right up front. If your faith, if you're a strong Christian faith or or whatever that whatever that is, whatever your faith is, um, make sure that that may that you find someone maybe that aligns with that or that that kind of matches what you're looking for. So you can work on those other things and you can work on that part of it. That's step two. That that whole you know, came to believe in a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity and, and learning, working through with a God and stuff is a big part of the program. And having someone that is on the same page as you and feels the same way and thinks the same way and has the same kind of understanding of a God or, or belief in a God or um, will really be helpful. And if that's a, if that's a conflict, um, let's say you're a devout Christian and you pick an atheist to be your sponsor and the guy's got a ton of time in recovery, but he doesn't believe in Christ. That's just, that's going to be a huge conflict as you go down the road. So finding that out first is really good. Um, <clears throat> another question uh, that comes up is, uh, can I replace my sponsor or can I have more than one sponsor? And uh, the answer is absolutely yes, right? So the the, the beautiful thing about the program of Alcoholics Anonymous is the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. Um, We don't need to do anything else other than that, other than have a desire. If our desire is to stop drinking 
and try to recover from alcoholism or just to try to not drink today, then we are more than welcome and as equal as everybody in the in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. Nobody, there's no hierarchy, there's no um, chain of command. We're all the same. We're all a group of people trying to not drink today. And uh, the only, so the only requirement really is a desire. And if you share that desire with others, then you are welcome. Um, in some in some places, in some readings, they might say at the beginning of meetings, uh, if your problem's other than alcohol, uh, you're welcome to stay, but we ask you not to share. And so there's not a lot of requirements. And so as we start this road of recovery, it's really about your road of recovery. You know, my recovery is mine. I get to do it however I want to do it. I get to go to many meetings as I want or as few as I want. I get to work the steps when I want to. I get to do it completely on my own, exactly the way I want to do it. And I think that's the only reason the program of Alcoholics Anonymous really works. Most of us are so defiant and so so broken down that if we were to come into a program and there was a list of rules or must or we have to do this or we have to do that, we would just leave and not come back. But basically in Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, Bill Wilson and, and Bob Smith figured out in the very beginning that let's figure out a, uh, a program of attraction rather than promotion. Let's let's figure out a way that people want to come and be here. Let's figure out a way that it feels safe for everybody. And so the agnostic, the atheist, the the Jewish, the Mormons, the the Buddhists, the Christians, we can all the the. The whites, the blacks, the women, the men, um, the old, the young, we can all come together, join hands together, and just try to not to drink today. And really, that's the whole idea of the program. And so when we think about a sponsor um, or sponsorship in that relationship or having more than one sponsor, you can do it any way you want. You can have five sponsors. It doesn't matter. There's no, there's nothing in the book or any of the books or any of the literature that says you can only have one sponsor or you can have two sponsors or you can have four mentors or you could use the group or, or do whatever. Um, it might get confusing. Uh, I would say that from our experience, that's not the way most people do that. Um, but I know many people that have, well, they have a sponsor and then they have others that are kind of like sponsors, right? They go to certain people for certain items. And so an example, I got... 10 guys that I that are part of my group and a couple of these guys have experience with this problem and a couple of guys have experience with uh, drugs. We'll say drugs for example or financial issues or divorce or um, work-related issues. And so I might go to different men for different um, solutions or answers to my questions of, of challenges that I have as I go through, as I start my road to recovery. And so I might find that I actually have more than one sponsor. I might find that I have a guy that that is a sponsor that's helping me through the steps and we're going to do a traditional um, working of the steps. And then I have maybe another guy that's that's more of a social or uh, spiritual, emotional sponsor, a guy that is just really loving and kind and just really encourages me and gives me help. And maybe that person is is kind of like a sponsor as well and someone that I really relate to and I like to hang out with. But I don't want to share everything with them. I want more of a, uh, a formal sponsor to go through the steps with and to share all of everything and to and to do the steps in a formal way. Um, and then I might have another guy or two or so or the ladies, the same thing, that are that's just more support. And the more support you have and the more the, the bigger the fellowship gets and you're 
in your group of, of contacts and your phone and the people you're calling and texting and talking to every day, the, the chances are much greater that you're not going to drink. And what we have found and, and what the data says from our 80 years of experience is those that sponsor others and work with others have a much greater rate of staying sober longer. It doesn't make the, mean that we're not going to drink someday. I mean that we have no idea about the future and, and if we will drink someday. We hope not. We pray that we don't, but we don't know that to be true. And our experience shows that many do drink again. And uh, unfortunately, what happens, I think, is you know many people get sober and they get their lives cleaned up and they stay sober for five, six, seven years, eight years, nine years, and all of a sudden, they can go on and live a life without drinking. And they're not in the program anymore or they're not active or they're just gone and we don't know where they are. So the data, the data is a little mixed. Uh, there are those two who, there are some who might not be true alcoholics, but they were problem drinkers. And after a number of years of sobriety, they go back out and they can drink like normal people. Um, there are those cases. Um, if we're alcoholic though, and we're real alcoholics, most likely we will, we will either stay sober for the rest of our lives or we will die drunk. Um, and so the, the choice is ours to how are we going to go through the rest of our life? Are we going to try to rebuild and start a new foundation and build a, a fellowship and a network of friends and, and work the steps and work the program and make it an integral part of our life? Or are we just going to be on the outside edge and, and not really take this thing too serious and hope that we stay sober for a long time? I've seen many people with many, many years of sobriety uh, go back out or go away or stop going to meetings and, and drink again and, and either die, end up in jail, um, or they come or they come crawling back into to AA to start it all over again. And so um, the idea of having one sponsor or replacing a sponsor um, is is something that we can get stuck on easily. But you know this, this is your recovery and however you choose to do it, and to build that support system in your life um, is really, really important. Um, if you go down the road two years, three years, four years, and all of a sudden the sponsor that you have is not doing it anymore, let go and talk to that person and let them know that you're going to look for a new sponsor. It's time to grow. It's just like our, it's like our coaches or our teachers in our life. And some teachers teach us a couple grades, a grade or two, or, uh, or they teach us a season or so, or coaches we might have for a couple of years. And then we, it's time for a new coach and a new message. And it's the same with sponsorship. Sometimes, sometimes we can, we can stay with that sponsor for many, many years and it works perfectly. And we can learn from the, learn from each other and help each other. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it goes stale or something happens and we need to change sponsors. It's perfectly okay to change sponsors because it's about your recovery and and it's about you not drinking and about um, continuing down this this road, uh, this journey of recovery. And so if you're stuck with that or you're feeling um, like you can't replace your sponsor, you absolutely you can. But one thing I would encourage you to do, if if that is you and you're sitting and you, you're in that place, is to go and talk to that person face to face. Don't let it be heard through the meeting or through the social media or through the through some network that you got a new sponsor and you you didn't have the courage to let that other person know that you were going to move on and find a new sponsor. That's not the way we do. We we kind of missed um, we we missed step four then right of our moral inventory of not being able to tell the truth right and how that affects others and so uh, when we decide to do something like that we need to remember that 
Uh, step one, where you're alcoholic, can't manage your own lives. And uh, step two, we're going to we're gonna start telling the truth. We're going to live in sanity and not in delusion. And um, so those are the things we do. So hope that helps on sponsorship. Um, again, if you need uh, you got any comments, you want a different topic uh, to talk about, uh, you can reach me at tm underscore trip at yahoo.com. That's T as in Tom, M as in Mary, underscore, last name's trip, T-R-I-P-P, at yahoo.com. And uh, that does it for uh, episode uh, three of getting a sponsor. Uh, next next week, uh, episode four is making amends. We're going to go through making amends and how do we do that and when do we do that. And um, hope you'll tune in. Thanks so much.